Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of True Myths, One Lie, the game show in the form of a podcast all about myths, urban legends, conspiracies, all the things that we don't fully understand. I'm your host, Anthony Manella, and the way that the game works is three stories are going to be told, two of which are from people online that claim that these stories are true, and one that is completely made up. It is up to my guest and everyone at home to try and figure out which story is the lie. Today's first guest is also my last guest and my only available guest of today. And your favorite guest. (laughs) My favorite guest and now it's forcefully everyone at home's favorite guest too because it's the only guest my brother christopher manella hello i don't like this seat (laughs) (laughs) i don't like how everyone can see my my bad posture so how does it feel to be my only guest at all what (laughs) (laughs) it feels different (laughs) do i get an intro like what's my that was your intro Really? You didn't think of one for Toph today? Uh, I totally did, but I was going to save it for um, when I have other people on. Because it's funnier to get everybody's reactions of things. Right. Uh, Boring. All right, fine. All right, going to think of something? Yeah, just think of something. Um, The person whose sideburns are way too short. (laughs) 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 My brother, Christopher Manella. Thank you. (laughs) Anyway. I have really short. What are they called again? Sideburns. Yeah, I said that. I keep forgetting that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This episode. My hair covers it, so it's okay. This episode is going to be an absolute mess. I could feel it, and I love it. Do you have any ideas what today's topic is? Nah, maybe. Okay, let's hear it. Um, I don't. I I really don't know. Uh, can you give me a hint? Starts with a T. It's two words. They both start with a T. Is it a dinosaur? Like a type of dinosaur. I think I would have said starts with a D if that was the case. <laughs> Today we're talking about Tyrannosaurus Rex sightings. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Second letter. I. Third letter. <laughs> M. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Today we are talking about Tim sightings. Tim's. Oh my! Just tell me, I uh... time travel. Oh, I should have asked for a fourth letter. <laughs> I would have had the whole word. I think that these stories <clears throat> are super, super cool. I, since you're the only guest today, however, I had Tom prepare the episode for me, and right. I have asked him not to tell me which story is the lie, so this way I can play along with you, so this okay. way you're not just trying to figure this out by yourself. Yeah, that's good. Very good. So. We would not have a good episode on our hands <laughs> Yeah, it was up to me. We know that all of your thoughts are like, uh, caves aren't real. I was right, though. I was right. I mean, you were right about the- I, I had you, Bob. I had you. <laughs> you were right about, like, that particular cave not being real, but caves exist. Yeah, no, I know they do. But the way the way it was described in that episode, I it was a little fishy and I'm mad that we didn't look at it more. So there are, like, so many different uh, categories that you could kind of split up time travel into. Okay. Today's stories specifically revolve around people who claim that they have accidentally time-traveled and met themselves the in a different timeline, which there are so many people who claim that this has accidentally happened to them. There's a lot of people who claim that time travel is possible. I 100% do think it's possible. I don't think that we... Yeah, I don't think we have the ability to do it yet, yeah. but I think it's possible. Yes, I think it's possible, <clears throat> and I think that it will be possible in the future. I think that science will eventually like have that technology, which technically means, though, that if it's going to be a possibility in the future that it is possible now. Already, right. Yeah. And we're just living in the past. Right. (laughs) Because people could go back and whatever. Um, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. I think time travel is super, super cool. And even if it's not real and is 100% unlikely, 
Um, I choose to believe it because it's way more fun that way. Yeah. You ready to get into our three stories here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to listen because I'm so good at listening. You're so bad at listening. You have Okay. Being that you're the only guest, you have, you're forced to pay attention I to me know. today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you can help, though, <laughs> or we would not be doing good. All right. Story number one. So there's a boy, he was about 14 years old, and he was walking through some trails on his parents' 100-acre property. They were fairly wealthy. Mm. They just bought this new place with a lot, a lot of land that had some streams running through it, and it had an old abandoned farm. So he's walking through these trails when all of a sudden, a golden retriever shoots out onto the trail that he's on. Now, his family did not own a dog. Not only that, but all of their neighbors lived miles apart. Miles? Miles. The dog began barking and looked at him with an agitated look. And just then, a man who looked to be about 20 years old popped out of the trail and said, Hey, what are you doing here? All confused. So the boy sprinted away as fast as he could. And as he's running, he hears the man yelling, Hey, wait. And the voice sounds scarily familiar to the boy. So the boy makes it all the way back to his house and the man is no longer chasing him. So he told his dad what had just happened and his dad grabs his shotgun and goes out to the trail to try and find the man, but he can't find anyone. <laughs> what? I don't know. That's that's what Tom has written here. This man. Oh my God. I would never go outside again. This man's dad is very, very quick to jump on that. He's if just the first thing he did was grab a gun. Kill the guy that looks exactly like his son. Like even if it's literally his son. <laughs> About five years later, the boy had moved out and he was coming back to visit his parents with his girlfriend and their dog, Bentley. Bentley? Bentley. Oh my gosh. You know, the town that, that Call of Duty 35 yeah, lives in. I live there. <laughs> While he was outside with his dog, Bentley, Bentley darts out into the trails through the woods and he chases after his dog and finds his dog barking and growling at a child that looks very, very familiar. He looked at the kid all confused and said, Hey, what are you doing here? And then the kid ran away. And as the kid was running away, our character says, Hey, wait. And everything starts to click for him. It seems very, very familiar. Oh, uh, okay. He describes it almost as if he's experiencing some really, really strong deja vu. And the man starts to run after the kid for a second to try and figure out what's going on. And he swears that the kid just he just vanishes. The kid is now nowhere to be seen. So he tells his girlfriend what just happened. And his girlfriend kind of writes it off as him being insane. But he claims that this was some sort of confusion. Something in the timelines got all mixed up. And that is the end That's the of end? story number he one. He doesn't go to the house and get shot by his own dad? <laughs> well, he go no, he goes <clears throat> back to the house, but he tells his girlfriend what happened. That's it. That's the end of story number one. That story seemed like, per like perfect. You know what I mean? Like too perfect? Yeah. Like it was just, it, just looked, it seemed like a, like a movie, you know? Like you, that's like the exact thing you would see happen. It's like, oh my god, the twist scene where it all comes together and it does. Um, and the fact that the dog's name is Bentley right. when all of our videos take place in an imaginary town named Bentley is suspicious. Also, something that's weird is that the story starts out saying a 14-year-old boy was walking through some trails. Five years later, the boy moves out has moved out and lives with his girlfriend so yeah, and a he's dog. He's already moved out with a dog so he's at only 19. He's only 19. When did the story take place? That I don't know. Because that's very important. I know, I know. 
So because 19 in the 50s and 60s is a lot older than it is now. I know. Now people live at home by the you know, 30s. I, I'm I'm going yeah. into my 30s and I still live at home. Like what is he doing here still? <laughs> Get out. I oh, do geez. think that some of the things like you said are a little too perfect. Right. But I don't think he wrote this. Do you really think that Tom would write Bentley into his story? I think he would find it and say, oh my gosh, that's perfect. Yeah, it's one of the two. I don't know. I've never met a dog or a person. Sorry if your name's Bentley. I've never met a Bentley before. What's funny is when we uh, first said that the name of our town in our videos was Bentley, I got a bunch of comments saying, my name's Bentley. No way. Yeah. I've personally never met a Bentley. Me neither. Yeah. I just, I don't think that Tom would be daring enough to put Bentley into a story knowing that that's the town our videos take place in. So I think that he found this story. Okay. Um, and um, I'm I'm also willing to believe it. I feel like the person who told this story, I don't see why they would lie about it. It's not like this huge, yeah, like crazy thing. It's pretty insignificant. It's just the ages don't really The ages are sense. the only thing. Yeah. And then at the end, he described it as a kid, right? But like- Yes. 14 isn't really a kid. I feel like when you're in your 20s and you see someone that's, that's like 14, 13, 14, yeah, you they, probably call them a kid. Right, right. I'm not willing to say that this one is the fake one. Uh, you want to move on? Story number two? Mm, yeah. Okay. Story number two. So when this particular boy was 18 years old, he used to intern for a small little newspaper company in a province in Canada. Tom wrote this one. Why do you say I, that? Just keep going. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He mostly did easy jobs, like taking photos that could possibly be used by some of the writers or simply going and fetching people coffee or getting them water. One morning, he went to the same 24-hour coffee shop that he goes to every single morning that's across the street from his job. They knew him there at this point because most mornings he was stopping in to get breakfast for other people. And even when he wasn't getting things for other people in the office, he was stopping in and getting food for himself. It was almost always empty when he would go in there because it was always super, super early. It was very common in the newspaper industry to get to work around 4 or 5 a.m. This one particular morning when he stopped in, the cashier asked if he had forgotten something. And confused, the man said, no, I'm here to place my order. Because she was like... (laughs) (laughs) Can you, for our audio listeners... Oh, right. I I pointed to my cheek as for asking a kiss, like for a kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Like, have you forgotten something? And the points points to his cheek. Thank you, Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) Are you back for your morning smooch? (laughs) It's like, why did Tom put this in the, it's nothing to do with time travel. (laughs) And then the story just ends there. The story is just a smooch about the cashier wanting a smooch. Did I just say that the smooch was, all right, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) This made the cashier even more confused because the cashier said that he had just been there a few minutes prior to place his order. Mm, Right. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. The boy assured the cashier that that's definitely not possible. I hadn't been here prior today, and he just went about it normally, assuming that the cashier had just confused him for someone else. So he placed his but order. But they know him. He's a regular. Yeah, well, you know, he just, uh, he, he was just confused. Unless the cashier is new, I would be like, like, I would be like, are you kidding? Like, are you joking? You know, <laughs> I wouldn't just leave and be like, hey, whatever, you know. I mean, he didn't leave. He placed his order as normally, and then yeah, they gave he... him food for the second time. <laughs> 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 Sounds like something Andrew would do. <laughs> 
Or can you hear? And no. then Andrew would pretend he hadn't been there yeah. and he doesn't remember it and get food again. <laughs> so now, two years later, this intern had been hired full time by the newspaper company and he was still stopping in that coffee shop most mornings to grab things. Okay. One morning, as he was walking towards his office, he swore that he saw someone crossing the street from the office to the coffee shop that looked exactly like him. He watched as he passed and he noticed that the walk was oddly similar to his and was wearing a strange olive green jacket, very similar to one that he has. So curious, he ran down the block and ran into the coffee shop to try and confront the man. But when he got in there, all that happened was the cashier looked at him confused and said, have you forgotten something? And that is the end of story number two. So have you seen The Parent Trap? Yes. They're twins. Yes. Separated at birth. <laughs> I think I think this is what's going on. Okay, so you're telling me <laughs> that this is just a man who has a twin. Yeah. And they both like olive green. Um yeah, I have a good amount of things to say here. Um Tom is like the bunny right now, and I'm like a cheetah. And I'm gonna I'm getting him, like he's dead. Tom Okay, that's so a you little, want me to speak about the story. It's right? maybe a little violent, a little far, but right. yeah, I'd rather you speak about the story. Uh, uh, yeah, I get it now. I see why you would want me to. Do yeah, it. okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I see. I think has he ever been an intern? <sighs> has he been an intern? I don't know. I I feel like being an intern is a very he, Tom thing. However, what I'll say is the place that Tom works at now. I was an intern there. Okay. For a little bit before Tom started working there. Tom. Seems like he wrote himself as the protagonist of this story. I would say I'm definitely more skeptical of story two than one. The first one was very cut and dry, right? The second one is a little bit unclear. Not like unclear to the point where I don't understand what's happening, but unclear in terms of the timeline. Yeah. Right? Because like, was he seeing that other version of himself from two years ago walking into the coffee shop? Both times, the point of view of the man was the one who got asked did you forget something? So both times, he was the one that came in second. In story one, he switched places with the other version of himself. Right, he was in, both. Yeah. But this time, he was only on one side. The, of it. Yeah, he was only on one side Which both times. Which seems more believable to me, personally. Not in the And not in the way of Tom writing, just the way of, like... Reali how reality works? Right. I don't... I don't know. I've, like, the first one seems like... Literally just seems like a movie to me. All right, well, which one are you leaning towards? One or two? Tom is like an ant, and I'm an ant eater. All right, th this is... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, there's just something that's, that doesn't sit right with me about it. It's the olive green. Who says, oh, olive green? Like you say dark green or just green. You're right. So uh, today's mini game. Yeah. We're going to play a mini game. Just One the two player. of us. Oh, we are playing. Uh, unless you want to play by yourself. Depends on what it is. All right. I'll give you the option after I tell you what it is. Ready? So before I tell you what the game is, I want you to give me a person a place and one science fiction item. Toad from Mario. Toad from Mario. Okay, that's our per per person. Person? That's our person. What about our place? An igloo. Okay, fair. And one science fiction item. Uh, how about like a, a portal? A portal. Yeah. That he like built himself, or that he just stumbled upon. He bought it. He bought it. <laughs> he bought he it. it at Target. It was like ten bucks. Was like <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That'll work. Um, so what Tom wants us to do is he wants us to write our own time travel story. Okay. Using those three things. Yeah. So. All right. You can so help me with this. Toad and igloo and a portal that he bought at Target. I want to specify that the portal is not a time travel portal, but you can you move around with it within the the one timeline that you are in. How about this though? Toad's friend, um, Toph. You come over, 
and you accidentally spill your go-go juice all <laughs> o- all over <laughs> my go-go juice. <laughs> Honey boo boo. What a time that was. Oh um you spill something all over Toad's portal uh-huh. as he all he was trying to do was show you this cool thing he got at Target I and spill you, everything on and it. And you totally just destroy it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but what you end up doing is unlocking different powers. And now this portal, it accidentally time travels, but they don't know that. So Toad's like, oh shoot, you might have broken my portal. Let's test it out and see what happens. Right, we go through the portal and then we end up in an igloo. And then the Yeti from Monsters, Inc. (laughs) is like, ah, snow cones. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay, wait, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good, that's good. But what if it's a horror now? We get put into this igloo. Snow cones. And we see this huge Yeti. We time traveled way into the past or the future when Yudis, Yudis, when Yudis and Yetis existed. They're called Yudis now. <laughs> they are now Yudis, known right. as Yunis. Right. Okay, so we went into the future, and these things are absolutely huge, and they're horrifying. So now it's like a horror movie slasher, and Toad and Toph are on the run. I ooh, what? Maybe I don't want to be in this story anymore. That's scary. So, um, Toad. Okay, but so if Toph is no longer in the story, then who spilt the cocoa juice on the portal? <laughs> oh, wait. I'm in the story still. Sorry. So we're hiding in the Yudi's house. We're on the run the from Yudi, this yeah. thing. We're like, you know, hiding in his cabinets, hiding in his refrigerator. No, no, I have a good I have a good Okay. So this is Toad and Toad and Toph, right, are hiding in like the fridge. Yeah. And it's like really cold. Right. It's so cold in here. And then the Yudi is like, me too. And we look up at him, and he's just he's just he's in, in there. the fridge. Yeah, he's just in the fridge with us. And then we're like, ah! It's like a moment where the the Yudi is like, who are we hiding right. from? It's a who are we hiding from moment. Right. And it's him. Turns out there's a second Yudi that even Whoa. the Yudi that's hiding with us is hiding from. Wow. The Yudi has second just been Yudi. trying to get an like he's been hunting for another Yudi that intruded his house and has been robbing him, and we're accidentally oh. hiding with the robber Yudi. Yeah. When all of a sudden. The, the Yudi who owns the igloo's wife comes home. And honey, I'm home and saves the day. <laughs> that was not a... I realize now that that really wasn't a time travel story at all. No. Wait, all right. That's when Toad and Toph realize that their names... We gotta get out of here! The two Yudi's names are Toad and Toph. It's them in the future. And they're like, and then civilization adapts. They ask what year it is, and it's only like three years from now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. 2025. Three years from now, every every human evolves into UDs. Yep. Collectively at the same time. Yes. Okay. I think I think we pretty much figured it out now. No humans allowed. And they try and warn the whole world that the whole future is gonna become a second ice age, and no one believes them. That's the first episode. Of Toad and Toph adventures, and then every episode they they go through a different crazy new experience by time traveling. I think that's our time travel episode story. One, Yudi. I feel like that could actually get picked up by some like card, like cartoon, whatever. You think that would get picked up by uh, Cartoon Network? It might need some work <laughs> before that happens. Work. <laughs> we, we just did all the work. <laughs> they should just be paying us right now. Right, we just wrote the whole episode. We are going to get into story number three very, very shortly. After a very quick break, we will be right back. I can't wait. And we are back. Okay. Are you ready to hear story number three? More than, more ready than ever. 
Story. Yep. Number. Three. Three. So as a child, this boy was always taught to introduce himself to anyone who came to his home. This was like an important rule that he was taught to follow. One day when the boy was about seven or eight, he woke up in the middle of the night from a nightmare that he had where he was really, really old. And like he always does every single time that he has a nightmare, he goes downstairs to play with Legos with his father. He found his father sitting by the fireplace with another man and the man's back was turned towards the boy. So as the boy was taught, he goes to go introduce himself to the man. Now, before he can do so, the father gets up, hands the boy his Legos and shoes him away. The dad went back to talking to the man and the boy took his Legos and went to go play with them by himself in another room and he soon forgot about the whole encounter. So now one night, that boy is now 12 years older. And out of nowhere, the man starts to feel like he's having this really, really weird, surreal, out-of-body experience. In this out-of-body experience, he now finds himself sitting with his father, talking about the future. Now, not necessarily the boy's future, but the future in general. Remember, this is all happening in this man's out-of-body experience. So he's talking with his father, and his father seems super happy and super invested in this entire conversation about the future. And as they're talking about the future, they hear a voice coming from a little boy calling for his father. The boy goes to introduce himself to our main character here, but before he could do so, the father gets up, hands the boy some Legos, and shoes him away. The dad goes back over to our main character, the man who's having his out-of-body experiences, and explains to him the whole butterfly effect and how dangerous it can be if the dad let the boy and the older version of himself interact, so they should wait until the boy leaves the room before they can continue their conversation. So the dad is aware that he has two versions of his son? And he's like, oh, don't let them talk to each other. Like Basically, yeah. But remember, this is all happening in the older man's like vision and his dream and an out-of-body experience. It's not happening in the real world. Oh. But it did happen in the real world to the young boy, you know? It's like yeah. kind of confusing. Yeah. But like I also kind of get it at the same time. It's weird. So the father and our main character talk about travel and space and time all night long until eventually our main character wakes up, quote unquote, from this out-of-body experience. The son was so convinced that he had time traveled somehow in this experience that months later when he went to go visit his father, he brought this up to him. The father simply claimed that he had absolutely no recollection of this experience, but then cryptically adds, but even if I did, I wouldn't tell you as it could mess up our timeline. And that is the end of wow. story number three. Let's discuss. So I think what Tom did was he found two similar Reddit stories, you know, or wherever he found them. And wrote someone that's a little bit different. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, so you're on board with the fact that he wrote two? We already thought it was two, and then that, that kind of just confirmed it a little further for me. One of them is in the same timeline. Story three is about, like, an out-of-body experience. Yeah, story three is just insane, and I don't think he would write that I one. I don't think his story would be that out-of-the-box either. That's I just, think like, crazy. Yeah, I think it would be a little... He would maybe play it a little bit safer, unless that's his plan here, which is possible. But I'm still leaning towards maybe two. Are you leaning towards two also? Yeah. I'm going to recap all three real quick. All right. Okay, so story number one was about the boy who was walking through the trails at his parents' house when he sees an old man and a golden retriever shoot out on the trails. 
and yell at him. And then five years later, that boy goes back with his girlfriend and his dog. He's walking through those trails and they see himself in the past in those trails. The same thing happens. Story number two is about an intern at a newspaper company. He goes into a little coffee shop to get some breakfast for the morning. And in doing so, they say, hey, haven't you been here already today? And he says, no. Two years later, he sees himself walking into the coffee shop. He runs in there. The man is nowhere to be found. And the cashier asks the same exact thing. Haven't you been here already today? Story number three, the boy has a nightmare where he's old in it. When he wakes up, he goes downstairs to tell his dad what happens, finds his dad sitting with another older man. Years and years later, that boy is now an adult and he has an out-of-body experience where he claims that he's now the old man sitting in that room with the father and the younger version of himself comes into the room, they discuss the future, and then he wakes up from this experience. Those are our three stories. Let's discuss. Story two the gave me just like... Like, not even kidding. Like, it gave me such Tom vibes. I don't know why. I, I can't explain why, but it just did. I feel like I'm with you on that. Especially how he ended it. And I'm saying he because I'm confident that he wrote it. <laughs> the way it ended, and it was like, hello, they asked the same question. It's like, Tom, clever, clever boy. Right. You know, a clever Tom. The only thing that's very stereotypical about the third one is that ending where the dad is like, even if I did remember... I wouldn't tell you because yeah. that could mess up our timeline. Like this dad is like so well educated on the topic, even in <laughs> yeah, the dad. He almost like it's almost like he's behind all of it. Yeah, he like explains to the boy like the butterfly effect. We can't let the two of you interact. All of that is a little like his too son perfect. Is a product of his own creation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, are we like pretty much good to like lock one in or? think the, so the only the only thing with story one was the age thing it's like five years later and this kid is like basically married i don't know if it said that i know i know it like, is weird he's, it's that and the bentley thing right moved out like with a girlfriend and a dog at 19 it's it's so doesn't make sense how do you have money it's like it's I, possible that tom did that on purpose he just made it insanely crazy knowing that me and you would be like he wouldn't write that i really don't think he did i really i don't know Maybe you, not. You know, even. though, he, the boy came from a very wealthy, rich family. In the first one, it says that. Yeah. Oh yeah, he he lived on an acre, right? Like a. They were relatively wealthy and had recently purchased the land, which had an abandoned farm and a few streams running through the woods. They had this huge yeah. property. They probably had a lot of money. The boy probably had money from his parents, given passed down to him or right, whatever. Right. So I think Born that that money. that probably still could check out. So. Okay, I feel good about picking two. All right, Tom. Locking it in. We are locking in story number two. I'm pointing at him. Oh. <laughs> Let's pull it open. Dude, if you get this right, you pull away from everyone by another. And I also called it immediately when you were when you were telling the story. Yeah, you did. It's story two. No way. We got Whoa, it. Oh, we got it. Yeah. Tom, take that. Oh my gosh. And I called it immediately too. He's going to think that's so funny. We got me on the leaderboard. Wow. You pulled away from everyone by another point because no one else was able to make it. Yeah. I genuinely think it's easier the less people we have. Yeah, because there's less outside, like... Influence. But wait, how, what about this detail? Right. What about this? There's more of just... This time we really just paid attention to the facts. Yeah. And we got it. We nailed it. Yeah, we did. Tom, thank you for preparing this episode. Um, I want to know if Tom wrote himself as the protagonist in the second story. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> Yeah, makes sense. I still liked his story, though. I thought it was a good story. I usually, this is usually the part where I say thank you for playing to my guests, but 
today I was a guest, so I'm going to thank myself and Toph for playing. And you're on the playing. leaderboard now. And I finally have a, win, have a win under my belt. Yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode, even though it was just me and Toph. Uh, hopefully we'll be back with the full crew next week. And if not, maybe next week I'll do it all by right. myself. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably be here. Yeah. Thank you, Ghost. <laughs> Th thank you ghosts for watching and listening Oh my god um, But also thank you guys for watching and listening If you are listening anywhere where you get your podcast Make sure to give it a rate and review It really really helps us out And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for free If you're watching the video version Then make sure you give us a like Leave a comment down below letting us know what you thought And subscribe and turn on notifications So you don't miss when we post new episodes If you have stories of your own You can send them in to truemythsonelie at gmail.com Or to call235 on Instagram Whichever you prefer. I can use your fake stories for the lies, and I can use your true stories for the truth. That is about it. Thank you guys again so much for watching and listening. We'll see you guys again next week with a brand new episode. Bye, guys. Bye.